presenting Channeling Eric's Hour of Enlightenment. Every time I hear that tune, I want to jive to that song every single time. Wait, wait a minute, where am I from? Jive? What 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 century am I from? Um, hi guys, it's Michelle Gray. And tonight I'm here without my other half, Mama Elisa, Elisa Medhus. Um, Elisa's not with us tonight because in the Texas area, um, in Houston and I know surrounding areas, they have some tropical storms and some uh, some rough weather going on. So we send our love because Elisa was having some difficulty yesterday with her hydro or with her connection. So uh, we love you, Elisa, if you're listening, and we all send our love. But we do have something very, very, very special for all of you folks. And who we have on, and I'm going to say this the best way I can, so please, please forgive me if I say this wrong, Marche Luta. And she is our guest tonight. We are so, so grateful and thankful to have her online. Um, she's actually from Holland and just told me that it is 1 a.m. in Holland. So she has herself up in the middle of the night to be with us tonight. And what she's coming to talk about to share with us is an absolutely inspiring and beautiful story. Um, this helps heal and inspire and change so many parents. And if you're a parent, I mean, anybody that's lost anyone, this is helpful. But we know how hard it is for a parent to lose a child. And she has such an interesting story. And her son passed in 2018. And what she's going to do is she's going to share her story. Um, she's also taught through books, magazines. She does private sessions. She does workshops for healing. And she changes the perspective on death. And so we are so grateful to have you here, Marcia. We just appreciate it so much. And I thought what we would do is if you could please introduce yourself, tell us and all the listeners here about your story, mm-hmm. about you, and we'll ask some questions. And I know that we have your son here, and I know Eric, of course, is here. And um, we're going to have some conversation together and ask some questions. So um, if you guys... Uh, we come on the end if you have questions as well that you want to ask hopefully we'll have time to get on there and do that as well but um thank you so much for coming and the floor is yours okay hi michelle hi thank you for having me i'm so excited and uh, you pronounce my name really very well very well my name is martinita yes you did and um well i'm from holland i'm uh, 40 years old and it's in the middle of the night here um yeah i'm i really uh want to share my story with you and with with all of you because that's since three years now is my mission in my life to share my story and to help other parents like me who lost a child Mm -hmm. um well three years ago um i was pregnant by my second child i had a son uh, his name is boas he was three at the time he's seven uh, right now but I was mm-hmm. pregnant for my for my uh, second child, and everything went well. Uh, I was a bit nauseous during pregnancy in the beginning, but there was nothing to worry about. And um, when we had the twenty week scan, do you call it like that? The the, the mm-hmm. scan where you go to the doctor, yeah. they yeah. saw something that wasn't right, and um, they saw a little bit of fluid in his in his chest. They called it the hydrothorax. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And um, I was I was totally in shock when I hear that news, and it was strange because I am a very optimistic person, and I would tell mm-hmm. everybody always it's going to be fine, you know, just wait, mm-hmm. and then you know it's going to be fine, don't worry. But mm-hmm. this time I couldn't um, yeah, I couldn't say it to myself, and I think at at that moment it started that I knew something really 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 big was going to happen. But of yeah, course, I, I didn't want to. Um, and we went to a lot of hospitals, a lot of tests, and, and the doctors didn't know what it was exactly. And mm-hmm. um, my baby was born at a, a 
31st of January in uh, 2018. And uh, they took him immediately to the baby intensive care because he couldn't breathe very well due to mm-hmm. the fluid mm-hmm. in, his, in his chest, in his lungs. And, um, well, uh, I, I, was, I was so afraid that he, he was going to die. And, and every day uh, the doctors couldn't find what it was and the medication didn't help. And he, he got a drain to uh, put away the fluid from his chest. It didn't help. Nothing helped. And I got more scared and more scared and more scared. And when he was six weeks old and he was still in intensive care, I, I called a friend and I said, I need help because I'm so afraid. And I just want to go lie in bed all day and just don't wake up before he's better. Um, mm-hmm. and, and she told me, uh, uh, Marcia, I know, uh, I know a woman. She's like a spiritual coach and I think she can help you. And I didn't look her up online. I didn't call her. I just went there and said, I need help. And I came in and she sat with me and she said, okay, tell me, what what are you afraid of? And I said, I'm so afraid my baby's going to die. And then she looked at me and she said, well, Marcia, what if it he, what if he is supposed, supposed to die? And I'm not going to tell you right now what I was thinking in my head mm-hmm. but I was very mm-hmm. angry angry at the moment at that, at that woman because right. I come here you you have to help me and you're going to tell me that maybe it is it is it is the intention that my baby's going to die or it is supposed mm-hmm. to die or well and then I looked at her and she started to tell me she started to tell me about um our souls and our our um how do you call it, your rational mind or your ego? Do you use the word mm-hmm. ego? Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. And, and she told me that, that, that sometimes in life your egos want to learn, wanna, don't want to learn the lessons that your soul wants to learn. Right, and she, right. Yeah. yeah, and she keeps telling me about uh, pain and about um, just living life like it's, it's, it's presented to you and... And I knew, I didn't want to hear what she was saying, but my heart knew that she, it was right. She, she was right. Yeah. And she yeah. said to me, well, Marcia, um, later on today, if you're going to go back to the hospital and you go to your son and you're going to sit next to his bed because he was still at the intensive care and you're just going to mm-hmm. say to him, Benya, his name is Benya, um, just, mm-hmm. just go, let happen what's going to be best for you. Even if it means you have to die, I am okay with it because I want you to do what's best for you. And so wow. I, I did. And and when I sat there, it, it, it I really meant it for my heart. I, I didn't, my head didn't want him to go, but I thought if right. this is what he comes here to do, then I'm, I'm going to support him because that's what a mother does. I mean, you're yeah. going to give birth to your child, but also if he has to die, then you're going to be there for him as well. Right and after I said right. after I said that, like two weeks later, he died, and um, he died in my arms, and um, and then the strangest thing happened because I, I thought I was going to break down and cry and, and and felt horrible and my life would change into a nightmare, but it didn't. I, I felt mm-hmm. like a love I've never experienced before, and like a peace and and a calmness wow. and like and like. Everything that happened, I get goosebumps now when I'm when I'm telling you. But I, I feel like, them. I feel it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's like like everything at that moment was just as it's supposed to be. Yeah. And 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 it was weird. And and I that night we went home, me and and Benya's father and and, and Benya and we took him home and he mm-hmm. we put mm-hmm. him in his bed so he can stay there for three days before we went mm-hmm. to the, his funeral. And yeah. my, my, my friends called me and they said, oh, March, I'm so sorry to hear your baby died. And I, this must be a hell for you. And, and this is something that, that cannot be happening. And I, I heard them and I thought, but, but it, there's nothing wrong. This was exactly what had to happen. And I'm yeah. so grateful that I could give him life and I could, I could bring him on this world and I could bring him to other worlds back again. And I was right. telling all these things, and I didn't understand why. I, I didn't understand why I was feeling these kinds of stuff. And, right. uh, and 
Yeah, but and and everybody told me later on we thought you lost your mind, or you were in shock, or I I, mm-hmm. I thought so too. Mm-hmm. So so um, this feeling stayed, and I had to figure out for myself why I felt the way I did because I thought I need a very good drink, or I didn't mm-hmm. love my boy enough, or right. I was my heart was broken or something, or I was uh, yeah. So I went on a search. And um, yeah, and then I then I I discovered the most amazing things about life and death. Yeah. yeah. And and what would you say? Like, how did you feel? So before all of this happened, before your pregnancy, before you went through this experience, what was your feelings about life and death? How did you? You know, was this part of your life? Did you have any type of spiritual connection no. in any way? No. no, I was always interested in like what uh, mediums do, like what you do, mm-hmm. that, that people could talk mm-hmm. to deaf people. But I yeah. thought, yeah, I didn't know if it was true. It just, mm-hmm. I was a bit curious, but I didn't think about it as much. No, right. it was just, yeah, right. I thought, yeah, maybe there was something uh, when you die, but I didn't know what. And it wasn't that important and- to me. You know, and I would say that there was um, a, a part of you that, you know, even just having that interest in there yeah. makes a connection. You know, I can yeah. feel that connection. And something else, too, when you're talking there, um, so when you went back to the hospital after you'd seen the spiritual teacher, and yeah. it's almost like you gave permission to your soul yeah. And you gave permission to Benya at the same time. Yeah, exactly. So once that, and and what I'm getting is that's like a, it's like a, a button was pressed to release that part, and yeah. and something had flipped in that in that moment. Something was changing think, in that moment. Yeah, I think mm-hmm. so too. I, I let my ego, uh, I put my ego on the side. Of course, I yeah, I did. didn't want the pain. I didn't want the pain, but yeah. I put Benya in his path. Path and and what he's he was coming to do here, even uh, when I didn't know what it was or what it was going to be or what it meant. That's right. But I just that's trusted right. in life or something like that. I think. Well, and that, and that's a very important thing to understand is because as human beings, putting our ego aside, especially as a mother, putting that aside to be there for your child, to be able to yeah. be there for that moment is a very courageous. A very difficult thing to do, but yeah. I believe that that is that that gateway that has led you to where you are today. Yeah. So, um, so what would you say um, after Benya gone through that um, first initial period where you started to do some research? Do you remember a moment when you felt Benya or when you knew that he was there? Yeah. Yeah, there mm-hmm. was there was some um, several times, but I didn't. Mm-hmm. I don't feel him. I, he didn't come to me in dreams, or I, I mm-hmm. don't see him. Or it's just sometimes his sentences that that go into my right. head. And yeah. I remember the first time because I was standing at his little bed in in uh, when he was in our home when he just mm-hmm. died and we had had him. And I thought, mm-hmm. you know what I'm going to do? I had his little golden earrings and there was nobody in the room, mm-hmm. just me and him. And I thought, mm-hmm. I'm going to put out his earrings and I'm going to put it in his sleeve. And then when, mm-hmm. when, when, I mean, in a couple of months, when, when I go to a media, medium, you say medium, do you call yeah. yourself? Medium? Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I go there and then if she tells me about these little uh, earrings in his sleeve, then I know mm-hmm. He is still there. Mm-hmm. And the mm-hmm. moment I thought that that uh, thing in my head, uh, there was a sentence mm-hmm. in my head, uh, uh, but Ma- but Maartje, um, uh, he said it in Dutch, so I have to translate it. But he yeah. said, it's, yeah. not, it's not about proof. Proof is something yeah. you need on earth. And here we don't need proof. Yeah. Yes. And, and, and that, that was that something I, I never <laughs> thought of. I knew it wasn't coming from me because it was new yeah. for me. Yeah. Yes. Yes. That's a really yeah. good one. That's that's a really good one because, you know, that's something that 
spirit will say to me all the time because so many people um, will want that proof and yeah. want that evidence. And sometimes yeah. it does come. Sometimes it yeah, does come. Yeah, of course. Come, and that's wonderful. And yeah. And, and we wonderful. want it. Our egos want proof. Yeah. 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 And it's, I yeah. mean, we're human beings. We, we live in an environment in a world where we have been uh, taught the I need to see it before yeah. I believe it. Yeah, um, exactly. But there it's the other way work around. That way. Yeah, <laughs> that's right. Yeah. So it's you yeah. must believe it to see it, and exactly. um, that's a really important point right there that you just shared. That that yeah. he communicates with you because a lot of times something that can really be hard for anyone um, is that I'll only know it's my child if I get this sign. Yeah, yeah. And they could be missing all the other signs exactly. that are coming. Yeah. Exactly. Right. Yeah, and that, mm-hmm. that, that's also one of the things I'm trying to teach uh, the people in my workshops or in my classes. Mm-hmm. That they're, they're, uh, I, I want to teach them the difference between your soul and your ego so they know, mm-hmm. so they're going to um, uh, recognize when something is coming from their heart or their head. Mm-hmm. And I think mm-hmm. that's so important mm-hmm. in, in, in getting uh, signs from your child because it's, it can be yeah. in everything. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, you're oh, you're exactly right. It, could you give us an example of what you have learned? Uh, a difference between, I mean, right there was one great example with yeah. the the soul and ego with the gold earrings. But is there anything else that you could give as an example for people listening to to where they could discern that? Um, well, there was this this other thing I, I felt when I was um, I was. I was lying on the couch and I think he was like uh, passed away for one or two months. And mm-hmm. all of a sudden I get a sentence in my head and it said, uh, it wasn't my job to be your baby. Uh-huh. And it sounded really weird, but yeah. he he's always uh, kind of cryptic. Cri- cryptic? Is that the right word? Like yeah. It's, uh, yeah. 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 So, and then I got to think about it. It wasn't my job to be, uh, uh, it wasn't my job to be your baby. And then I thought, no, it was his job to be himself. And yeah. he is not my, my, yeah, of course he was my baby, but yeah. he's not from me. He's, he's, he's yeah. his own person with his own life and his own path and his own uh, yeah. challenges. And even though he was only two months old when he died, but, but I could separate um, my ego wants him, wants him as my kid or just seeing yeah. him as his soul that he is like, he's the same as I am. Like, right. he isn't my little kid. He is his, his own soul. Do you understand a little bit? <laughs> yes, absolutely. That makes perfect sense. That yeah. really does. And, okay, so how um, this is, I'm so curious about this because I was reading your website, and it's beautiful. I went over your yeah. website and was, you know, just looking at your story and all the things that you've participated in and everything that you're doing. and. I mean, he passed in 2018, and look what you have done. Yeah. Like, look what you have created, and I think that is such a testament to how strong and how passionate you are and, you know, how much this is helping. And so how did that happen? How did you step from having this great love, this experience, and the research, how did that step into teaching, sharing, writing? Yeah. Well, um, first of all, after Benya died, I quit my job because I couldn't work there anymore. It was a fine job mm-hmm. and it was perfect and I had my colleagues and everything, but it didn't feel like if it, I felt I had to do something else in the world. I had mm-hmm. a mission. I didn't know what it was yet, but I know mm-hmm. I, had some, I had something to tell. And it started with um, what, what struck me was that uh, when when I told people that my that my baby died or that I my child was deceased or that that everybody only focused on the on on like the moment of his death not on right. how much I still love him or how proud I was about him or I just wanted to talk about him and he for me right. he still he was still there even not on earth mm-hmm. but he was there and right. I and I decided to start a magazine in Holland for. Uh, parents of um, who lost their child with a focus mm-hmm. on the love and on the on the on the gratitude they had for the for their kids life and 
it was like a different because everything there was always was so heavy you know and always was negative and of course this is the worst thing that can happen to you as a parent i know mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. but but it's still your kid is still something beautiful even when he died mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. so i started with making a magazine and i started a facebook group and and more and more people uh, were um, um, going in that Facebook group and I shared stories and I noticed for myself that every time when I talked about um, about the that the death wasn't the end or how how happy the children are when when they're there then I was getting mm-hmm. happy as well so I was just yeah. following my enthuse, enthusiasm or something? Do you yes. say it like that? Yeah. Yeah. Yes, absolutely. And, and that that was what I was doing. I just yeah, that was that was something that made my heart like uh, like beat faster if I talk about that, about uh, that they're not gone and that they're still there and they want uh, they yes. want the parents to know that they're still there. Yes. Yeah. And and Elisa had talked about that too. I know that um something she says on a regular basis is that the the work that she does with Eric, um, that giving back heals her heart. Yeah. Gives her of that course. fulfillment. And um yeah. and so true. So true. Yeah. Yeah. And it, yeah. it's Very so true. important. This is so important. Because um when when I, I just want want people uh, I want to give people uh, some things so they can mourn uh, in a different way, in another way. Because when mm-hmm. you don't believe that death is the end uh, and you believe that your loved ones are, are happy and, and that you believe that you're going to see them again and that you mm-hmm. believe that you can connect with them, then you there's an, just another... You can go on with your life a little bit more. That's right. New and doors I, and, open. And, yeah. Mm-hmm. And that's what we have to do here. We have to live our lives. And that's what our our children or or any other loved one who you miss is. That's what yeah. they want for you. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Because we are we are here to live and to have an experience. And you know, as hard as that is for um, you know for many parents to understand, but that's why your work is so important because you are a testament to being able to see this differently. And I'm just thinking about my friend, Sarah Kajawa, who many of you guys know who are listening, and she has a Facebook group on on Facebook um, called Seeing Grief Differently. And her son, Adam, has passed. And um, she shares a lot of of what you're talking about, too. So there's so many strong parents um, that are really leading the way for so many others. And it's just, it's amazing. And it's just, thank you. Thank you yeah. so much. Well, you know, and the time is right. We're, we're ready. Yes, it Please. is. Yeah. yeah. Very much And so. it's not just me. It's Benya as well. He's helping me with everything. He helped yeah. me to come on your show. He sure did. Yeah. He sure did. <laughs> he did because um, there's a lot of, um, we have so many, amazing people coming in to have on the show and Elisa is just flooding my inbox with them and I'm getting a lot of emails and so I've got a whole folder full and um, sometimes I don't get to them all right away because I'm doing all this other stuff too and and yours came right up to the very top yeah (laughs) right there And yeah. I was like, that is not a mistake. That is not a mistake. This is very timely. And yeah. Benya and Eric are absolutely in cahoots here, yeah. working this stuff together. Because yeah. they both have a very very similar mission. Yeah. A very similar mission. Oh, um, wow. That's, so, that's great. Yeah. yeah. They do. So, and I have to ask you this on behalf of Elisa and everybody, because we always ask our guests on the show, when and how did you find Eric? Well, I will tell you, um, in my in the last workshop I did, there were a mm-hmm. lot of parents who lost their child because of suicide. Yes. Okay. And I was telling this to a friend of mine, and uh, she is uh, an uh, alien channeler. And yes. she uh, and and Benya brought us together as well, 
it's yes. this is a weird story, weird story. But Ben <laughs> doing this all the time, and I hope yeah. I, you can ask him how he does this. But that's for later on. <laughs> but um, and so I told her, well, it, it surprises me that well, no, not surprises me, but there were a lot of parents of disease of children who commit suicide. And she said, you know what you have to do? You have to uh, look for channeling Eric. Mm-hmm. So I did, and I mean that's only about two weeks ago. I didn't know anything. Wow. No, I, I almost, I, I've seen all the YouTube videos and I'm obsessed with him and with Elisa <laughs> and with everything. And, and so when I wrote you this email, you, yeah. you, you responded the next day. It was amazing. Yeah. 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 No, it was no, there's no coincidences. And, no. um, but I'll tell you, so is <clears throat> here. And yeah. Eric, of course, is here. And so Benya is just uh, addressing you. And I was telling you this a little bit before the show, but he shows himself as very similar in age to Eric. So yeah. I would say for early 20s. And he's very handsome. Oh, wow. Um, what does he I look like? Say, um, he shows himself as kind of a um, sandy, like a not a blonde, but like a darker blonde yeah. hair. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. Very similar to Eric's color, very strong featured. Um, yeah. It almost looks like his jaw is quite cut, like. Yeah. Um, uh, on the more of a thin side, uh, thinner yeah. build. Um, his height seems to be very similar to Eric. How he's yeah. presenting, maybe a little bit on the taller side than Eric. Yeah. Um, but and blue eyed. Okay. Blue eyes. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Blue eyes. Um, yeah. He says hi. Um, yeah. He says he loves you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he, lo- he loves what you're doing. Um, yeah. He's he's commenting. Um, he, well, he says that it, this is a, a project between the two of you, and he says you already know this, but um, this is part of your agreement before this lifetime. Yeah. Is that the two of you would be doing this? Yeah, um, I know. He says exactly how it would all come together was up to the organicness of life, yeah. of how the how things would unfold, but that you would be doing something for humanity together. Yeah, yeah. and um, that he was volunteering in the name of love for yeah. the both of you. Yeah, so um, he knew he knew before he came mm-hmm. to this life that it wasn't going to yes. be long, right? Yeah. Yeah, he did. Yeah. He did. And yeah. he's yeah. also saying to me that um, he wants me to tell you that uh, when we were just talking a moment ago about you being beside his crib in the NICU, he says that that was permission because that was the very first lesson for you Yeah. Um, with, with him was to be able to let go in love, yeah. to be able to give permission. And he said that that was a connection between the two of you, like a release of the souls. Yeah. So that it was a start. Yeah. It was a start. So he says where some would say it was the end, it was just yeah, the just beginning. beginning. Yeah. 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 And um, beautiful. It's absolutely beautiful how he says that. He's also, um, of course, Eric says that um, Benya and Eric have been together for quite some time. Yeah. So, how, well, how did they meet? How come? <laughs> how does this happen? <laughs> well, and it's it doesn't surprise me because many um, many kids, teenagers. Um, I mean, Eric communicates with all kinds of different souls that cross and helps bring them together. But so does Benya. Yeah. So um, he was already starting to bring people together. And the way they're describing it is they hung out in similar circles. Yeah. And they're saying that um, the two of them had made agreement to come and work together for a good cause. And the two of them wanted to bring their mothers together. So you'll be connecting with Elisa again, according to the both of them. Oh, There'll be nice. some more communication between you and Elisa that that's not done. Um, and okay. uh, Eric, Eric's rubbing his hands together yeah. and saying that there's already plans in motion. 
So yeah. there, there's can more you to ask, come. Can you ask Eric, because I think he, he came to me this, this afternoon in a meditation. He did so. He did so. Did, did he? And, he, and yes, he, he told me everything was going to be fine. And, and he's a lot of time from jokes and everything. But he said, this is also a very serious subject. I'm going to help yes. you. Yes. Yeah. Yes, he did. He did. Um, okay. He, he's saying yes. He says this is all set up. He said, you know, um, Benya and I helped put this together, he says, and this is a very important subject because, you know, anyone that's been following Eric for some time knows that Eric has been assisting all of us looking at death in a different way, that it's yeah. not death. That yeah. physical physical death is just what that is. It's physical death. Yeah. And that we all um, have the right to grieve the physical loss of our loved ones. And grief is what it is to each one of us. And to accept it, to go through the grief. But we have the opportunity, every single one of us, to be able to take that grief and transform it. Into love. And be able yeah. Into love. That's exactly right. To yeah. be able to take that into a, a new form, to experience that so that we can understand that it's life. It's all life. Yeah. And so it is a, it is a serious subject. And Eric says, um, you know, what he wanted you to be able to understand today is he said he was trying to help relieve any nerves that you yeah. had. Um, yeah. <laughs> and, and he says, um, yeah, as long as you didn't know that it was going to be okay, this is going to be great. And he says, it's yeah. going to help a lot of people. There's a lot of people that yeah. will listen to it that will really, um, oh, yes. And he says, and putting, putting you on a platform so people could reach you and connect with yeah. you. Um, yeah. But he says that his, he's calling it his friend, Benya, his friend. Yeah. And, and he nice. says, his, yes, his his buddy, um, the two of them, have a lot of orchestrating that they do behind the scenes. And they just want to answer you about, um, they're saying about how, like, how do we, how do we bump up emails? Like, how do we do things like that? How do yeah. we make things happen like that? And yeah. they're saying that um, technology, um, anything with electricity, it's, it's like focus. He says, we are electricity. Okay, yeah. We are. We're energy, and so it's manipulating energy. So yeah. he's he's kind of laughing. It's pretty easy. It's pretty yeah. easy. <laughs> great, great. Um, do you want to ask we, them some you, more questions? Yes, please. And and uh, of course, I have a lot of. I'm curious about Benya, but I also I also want to um, um, ask some ask some questions for the parents. Just so there are general mm -hmm. questions, and I don't know who's going to answer mm -hmm. it, Benya or Eric. They're going to. Okay. Get, they can see. But um, what I want to. My first question is what is the most important thing that deceased children want their parents to know? Mm -hmm. Okay, Benya's going to take this. He says that um, most importantly, to first of all, let parents know that we're okay, that we're okay, that we're still there, that we're safe, and that we want you to be happy. Yeah. We want you to be able to live. We want you to be able to communicate what, about the happiness and the love. Uh, he's saying that it can be so challenging for for parents to feel like they can go on without them. Yeah. And they said that this is about being able to go on and still honor them, to find a way to still honor them in communication and whatever that means for you. Particularly, he says, we're still here. Yeah. We want you to know that we're still here. We're not gone. We're not lost. But But, but how come then that... I mean, there are some parents who feel such a connection or get a lot of signs, and other parents say they don't. And why are not all the children reaching out? Um, why is it not that every child comes and visits us like Eric does? Because mm -hmm. I'm sure they all love us the same. Uh, yeah, and Eric's taking us, and Eric just says, yeah, 
he says it's very true. He says there's not a child that does not love their parents, regardless of the circumstances. He says they all all do. And then he said they all do come around in different ways. Um, he says there's a lot of different reasons why a parent is not receiving signs or not getting them in the way that um, maybe they would like to or say they're comparing it to Eric, for example, how Eric communicates. And he says yeah. a couple of reasons to to talk about this is one, um, we have to understand that there are different belief systems that people have. And Eric says it's not like a conscious mind. You could be saying, I want this, I want this. But he says you have to understand that that energy can sometimes change that availability, meaning that uh, when we think about energy, and that's what spirit is, is pure energy. And so he says, when you have that, I want it so bad, it can push it away. It can make it a very heavy vibration and can push it away. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And sometimes he says that also can lead into a cycle in itself where they feel like, okay, they're not here. They're not communicating with me. But he says, let's go back to what Benya and you had done with the gold, the gold earrings in the the sleeve. He says, if way that you think, well, it'll only be my child if I hear it in this way. You're missing all the subtle signs of all the other ways that it may be coming. He says, all of them will communicate in one way or another. But he says, when we think about belief systems, all these other things, there's many things at play. But he says, as far as Eric goes, and this is something, too, that um, Eric says, many people have questioned this. Why Eric? Why Why is it easier for people to communicate with Eric and maybe not another spirit? And yeah. Eric just says there's a couple of reasons, and one has to do with um, the contract between Eric and Elisa yeah. and what they're here to do. And yeah. the other thing is, is that um, Eric says there's a collective amount of people that do communicate with Eric, and he says that collectiveness creates um, an energy. It's like a belief system. Yeah. So when that's created, it makes that bandwidth stronger. Yeah. And yeah. helps hold their energy in. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because it's like it's already been proven or something that, that it's that's real. Right. So then for other people, it's easier to tap into that that's or something. Right. Yeah. That's right. That's right. So it's, it's, I, I can say like all children are reaching out on their own, in their own way, but sometimes that's it's difficult right. for parents to receive. And that's, yeah. and that's a process. Um, Benya is just saying it's a process. So it's something that um, don't compare your path to anybody else. Don't compare how one parent is receiving, how one person is receiving signs. You know, there are some things that may be common, but the best thing to be able to do is to, to relieve and relieve the expectations of what yeah, exactly. it is that you think that you should receive and be able to open it up to anything and everything. Um, Benya is saying being present, being present, yeah. as present as you can with yourself and just being as open. And um, this he's nice. he just, he that, just named the, the title of my book, Benya's Present. Uh, funny. <laughs> That's funny because that was written down here for me to ask you about the book too before we went today. So that's okay. so funny. Yeah, <laughs> nice, nice. It's hilarious, but yeah, and he says that's it, to be present. Yeah. 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 Um, well, um, there there are like a lot of parents reaching out to me of children who committed suicide, as I just told you. Um, mm-hmm. and, and can you tell me if the children have something to do with sending the parents to me or, or all the children and and, and children who, who committed suicide, do they re- regret regret their choice or do they feel bad about themselves for choosing this mm-hmm. this way? So they're both answering this one. Um, they're saying that yes, um, they do. They are bringing them to you. Um, they're talking about um, so how do we explain this? They said that there's a um, in spirit, there's like a vibration, um, so they sense each other vibrationally, and so they help align them with their parents and who can best assist them. And yeah. so part of these 
um, positions that we take or these um, missions or however you want to call it on earth that we take, like yours, for example, you are sending out a vibration and that openness to be able to help those parents on earth. And so these children are nudging their parents and you are giving this open vibration so that they can align. And so the answer to that is nudging like um, a gentle uh, oh, yeah. push, uh, yeah. you know, just a nice gentle little whisper in the ear, like click that button, yeah, read yeah. that sign, you know, whatever yeah. is appropriate for the time that the children are often right there. And um, Eric said that, um, you know, there's no coincidences. No. There's no coincidences. So no. it'll always be guided and divinely aligned. He says, as parents, just be open to how it comes. Um, and the other part about regret, Eric's answering this one. Um, Eric says, depending on the circumstance, depending on the spirit, because he says it's it's not completely a one-size-fits-all, but he says what he can say is often what we feel is a lot of relief, um, yeah. depending on the the circumstance, but it's it's relief because that has occurred to be able to find a way of relief, whether it was something that was planned or whether it was something that was very, um, not very well thought out. It's providing some sense of relief. So the immediate sensations are always some sort of relief, but it's relief from the physicality. We do lighten, he says, in our um, emotional field. He says uh, many of us go through a healing process that healing yeah. process can be with ourselves as our soul. It can also be very connected to our family. When it comes to regret, he says, we are able to see things from a bigger standpoint. Perspective, um, yeah. Yeah. We, we, do, we do see things in life, such as um, he's saying like through a life review, we see things from the perspective of our family. And so we will feel their pain and see from their perspective. Um, sometimes we will see what would have happened had we have stayed. Yeah. Maybe the difference in some of the choices. So we feel your regret and we feel that pain that's been caused to you that we understand that we've participated in. And yeah. that's part of their healing, he said. Um, and it's also part of that drive to want to help, to want to help and be there with you and for you to help you heal as parents, yeah. as family. Yeah. Yeah. Can I ask that's another a, question? That's a heavy one. Oh, of course, yeah. Yeah, They're all because parents, parents often are afraid that their child reincarnate in their next quote-unquote life into mm-hmm. other families with other parents. Uh, what can Eric Obenya tell us about that? That's a really good. That's a really good question, and I've heard that one come up before too. Um, which one of you guys are going to take this one? Benya first. So um, he's just saying you don't have to worry about um, having our boat sail, and when you come in, that we're not there for you. He says, we're omnipresent. We're omnipresent. And so that means that we're able to be in more than one place at one time. So um, Eric is also showing a wheel, and he says, we are parts of our higher self. And so the personality or the soul that you're connected to will still be present, and that soul can still reincarnate onto earth at the same time so never anything to worry about um you will never not have them there to meet you regardless of what choices they make as a soul and what experiences they make because remember eric says you right now as you are listening to this exist in spirit and you exist on other timelines and other places yeah. And so you are also omnipresent. Yeah. 
Wow, wow. Um, <laughs> so um, does does Benja have any advice for me on how to um, uh, live my mission or or make it even better or help more people or does he have any advice for me? Hmm. He says, first of all, he just says he's so very proud of you. He says it takes a lot of courage to continue to step forward into places yeah. that are unknown. And he says, Mom, there'll be more steps forward into places that are unknown. And he yeah. talks about your book. Yeah. Um, he's talking about your book being very healing, not only for others that will read it, but healing for you. Yeah. Um, he says that you're going to go further into teaching. Um, he also says to not be afraid of opening new doors. Um, he says as we explore new avenues of the spirit and of the universe. He says that he's right. going to bring bring new things. And you might have an idea of some of what some of this is, he says. Um, but bringing you some some new information or some new information about your soul and about Benyas. He's going to bring me that? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, nice. Mm-hmm. Nice. Okay, so he's going to continue helping me, right? Oh, yes. He says that this is not a short-term project. <laughs> okay. Okay, great. Great. He's calling oh, I'm, this, I'm, he's calling this a, a lifetime. It's a lifetime. Yes. And then some. Yes. I I I I'm now in a place that I know uh, he knows I love him, but I I felt so much guilt in the beginning um, mm-hmm. because of how I was feeling, you know, because I I didn't mm-hmm. felt so much grief, but now I know it's okay, and he know he knows I love him so much. Yeah. He certainly does, and he he always knew. He's just saying that um, there was never a time that he thought differently, and he talks about um, speaking to you right away. So there was always full knowledge there for him, and yeah. um, it, it is it's truly you know it's really important that you did mention that about dealing with all of the emotions that came up. You know, like that you had to look at that and, and look at, you know, should I be feeling this or why am I not feeling this? And that must have been a process in itself for you yeah. to go through. That, mm-hmm. that was my, my, uh, that's what, that was why I was going on this search because I didn't yeah. understand my feelings. Yeah. 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 So that was the starting yeah. point. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and um, I knew in my heart knew all the t- all the time. My heart knew that I was that it was right. That it was the only thing that was important was love. But my right. head wanted to interfere right. all the time. Yeah, but right. in my heart but I knew I wasn't crazy. I knew this yeah. was this was exactly right. But then my head yeah. started again and again and again. Yeah. Yes, absolutely. So um, before we we'll try and take some callers on here, but um, can you tell us a bit about your book? Coming out in October. Yeah, it's coming in October in Holland for now. Yes. So, okay. uh, well, I hope it's gonna be translated in English as well. But I uh, hope so maybe, too. Yeah, maybe Benya's gonna help me with that, or Eric. That or, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, that would be great. It's about it's about my story and and like like how I what I learned from Benya and what happened to me and and yeah, how my perspective on death uh, changed all the way. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's like from the beginning mm-hmm. to the end. And I, I, I started writing it when Benya was still in the hospital. So I started writing it when I didn't know anything about what was going to happen. So oh, it's wow. really, it's, yeah, yeah, it, so that, it, it goes really along the way. Yeah, that feel perspective. Oh, that's amazing. Yeah. That is amazing. And so, and we're going to make sure that your website and everything is put on here, so yeah. that. And can you just say our web, your website, just for everybody here? That they can go on and take a peek after the show. Yeah. What do you, what do you want me to do to to oh, tell the name of the website? website? Yeah. Well, it's my name. It's Marcia Luther, but it's mm-hmm. like M A A R T G L U T E. 
Marcia Luther. Yeah, it's difficult, Perfect. right? It's my name. Yeah, it's called Open to Change. Yeah. Open to Change. My sessions are called Open to Change, yeah. That's beautiful. That is absolutely beautiful. Thank you so much. And please stay on the line with us. Um, you know, I you guys, if we're going to take a couple callers, if you have any questions for Benja, for Eric, um, any questions for Marja, we're on here to take your calls. So we're going to try and get a few callers in here. So remember, guys, I'm channeling and running the board here. So give me a little bit of break. You're doing great, <laughs> Michelle. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Yeah. Okay. So we've got, to start with, we've got air code 213. So we're going to put you on here. Get it. Air code 213, you are on. Hello? 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 You're on. You're on with Eric and Marcia and Benja. Are you there? Nope. Okay. Caller dropped. All right, then. Okay, well, caller 213, if you want to call back in, we'll get you back on. Okay, let's go for caller area code 262. Hello. Hello, 262. Who we got here? Hi. 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 Uh, my name's Michelle. Hi, Michelle. Hi, I got a question to ask Eric. All right. <clears throat> um, I keep having dreams about my granddaughter. She's 12 years old, okay? Mm-hmm. And I keep having dreams, and stuff keeps entering my head that somebody's going to kidnap her. And it doesn't stop. I try to ignore it, and it keeps coming back and back in my head, you know. I could be watching TV or reading a book or something, and it keeps coming back and back. Is something going to happen to her? Her name is Angela. I mean, Mm. I try to, you know, I try to pray, you know, that it stops, and it doesn't stop. um, Eric is bringing up, um, he's connecting the dream with something that he's saying you're not having a premonition he's what he's saying is there's um an energy of um honesty or feeling dishonesty um like there's some sort of a fear and he calls it subconscious um there's also something connected to past life as well and so you're picking up on an energy that is um not connected to something that's about to happen in this life, but that's okay. connected to something from a past life that you're bringing into this life. And he says it creates fear. And because fear runs in the subconscious, it's like they blend together. Um, he said to explore, um, you can explore past life regression with it, okay. but you can also, um, do you meditate? I'm trying. I'm starting to. I'm starting okay. to listen to Eric's thing all the time. I'm starting okay. to do it. So he says to he says to um, try and connect in medica- medication. I'm sorry, I call it medication. I call meditation medication. Try to connect <laughs> in, in in meditation and okay. ask them to bring forward any messages. Meaning, ask Eric, ask your guides, because some of this is a process for you to work through with releasing fear. Um, it's also releasing where there has been um, dishonesty in your life from other people. And okay. he says that you're going to start to get some information come forward. And, you know, I don't know how this may relate to you as a child, but when you were younger, um, around 13 to 16, connected okay. to fear. Okay. Because there's something not- that coincides with you. Okay, but nothing's going to happen to my granddaughter, though. I mean, that's just me. I don't, I don't see that as anything. Eric's not saying that it's anything that's giving you premonition. No. Okay. Good. Yeah. Well, thank you yeah. so much. You're God welcome. Bless. Take thank care. You. I love you guys. Okay. Thank you. We bye-bye. love you too. All right. Bye. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. Okay. All right, so who we have on next? We've got area code 469. I feel like I'm calling out bingo numbers here. Area code 469. Hello. 
Hello? Hi. 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 Who we got here? Hi. Hi. Uh, this is Yolanda. Um, Hi, Lisa. Thank you Hi, for- Yolanda. Where Hi. are you from? I'm calling from uh, Dallas, Texas. Oh, how's the weather there? Well, so far so good. A little cloudy, but no oh. rain yet. So oh, we may good. not get any. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Oh, good. Good. Uh, What's your question? Um, um, I'm having problems with my son. Um, He's not able to get any type of job. And he has, like, rages. And I wanted to ask uh, Eric if maybe, is there something, what's going on with him, with my son? His name is Ernesto. Ernesto, is there anything how that old I could is he? Do? I'm sorry? How old is he? He, um, 33. <clears throat> and he's not able to find jobs. He applies. He does he just can't get jobs. He's got, like, anger issues. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Is there anything that we could do? Is, is Eric? Well, Eric, um, Eric says that he's he's energetically out of balance. Um, he's also got some, um, in his, Eric's bringing me right down into the solar plexus and sacral area, right in the stomach area where self-worth is, right in there. Okay. And so he, he says that um, he's also connected to service. So some of the things that he's naturally talented at, he doesn't feel mm-hmm. has any quality or has anything that he can give to the world. And so... Um, mm-hmm what he would like to do, and I think that you may know that, or there may be things that he talks about that he would like to do, but it's um, the practical stuff that Eric says is very difficult for him because he doesn't feel like he has anything to offer. Um, he would really benefit from some energy work. Okay. Um, it, even if you had, um, you know, if you went to Atlanta Scalar, had some energy work mm-hmm. done on him, some portal work. Um, that would really help open him up. Another thing that he could do, um, like anything, Reiki, some sort of balance, but Eric says he's got to start to get himself moving, get himself up and moving because he's got a cycle. You know, he's going through yeah. a some sort of a cycle. And so the more yeah. he goes through that cycle, it's connected to his self, self-worth. So from... Yes. From the from the the word to um, to start affirming, get his intention set and what he wants to do, so he can start taking steps forward. Okay. But um, reach out to me, Yolanda, healinghearts.com. Okay. Reach, reach out to okay. me, and I'll be able to give you a little more detail on that. Okay. We're about okay. we're guys. We're getting down to um, we love you, Yolanda. Thank you. Thank you. We're getting Thank down so to the last minute here. <laughs> Uh, we just want to say thank you, Margie, so much for being here. Thank you, Benja. And, of course, yeah. thank you, Eric. Um, we send out our love. And I know we'll be talking to you again soon. I, I believe we so. will be. Oh, I think I so. so. Thank you for thank staying you up in the much. middle of the night with us. We love yeah. you. Yeah. Yeah. Love <laughs> you, too. Thank you. <laughs> All right. Good night, everybody. Thanks for hanging out with us. We love you. And we will see you next week. Everybody stay safe. Good night. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. 
and all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com aware.